Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? Hey, friends. Uh, I just got to say, this is the best show ever, so I'm so glad you tuned in. There really is none other like this. Where else can you go where you can hear from guests and they tell the school of hard knock stories so we don't have to go through it? And they share with us how we can rise up above the rest in Jesus Christ and allow those floodgates of blessing to open in our lives. As you can tell, I'm a little pumped. I'm a little excited about our guests that we have today. Brig and Lita is somewhere in the background. Heart, new Life Network. Please look it up, newlifenetwork.org. I'm just going to give you a little uh, snippet. This is part two. Please go back to part one and listen to the bio and and allow us. We're just starting to get, it's getting hot, friends. So I really want you to hang in there. Um, In this, Briggs said, God directed this long-haired, hippie-type, beer-drinking, dope-smoking, surfer dude to the heights of success in the networking industry and created system to teach the multitudes of others worldwide to do the same. So, Brig, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're on. Amen. Amen. Good to be here, Suge. Thanks for having me. You know, um, here I've got my first question is, how many people that you have worked with that have been part of your circle have become millionaires based on your mentoring? Yeah, in, in my first venture, network marketing, which is a people business, people sometimes do not understand networking, but it's just people helping people. Everyone's an independent contractor. You represent a certain company, but you're basically an independent contractor. You can talk to whomever you want, wherever you want. In the process of me learning about that and learning about what real success was all about, the progressive realization of worthwhile goal or dream, I put it all on people. So helping people, People get what they want. Zig Ziglar used to say, you help enough other people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Well, I wanted success, all forms of it, physically, financially, emotionally, and spiritually. So I focused my attention on finding someone that wanted something, had a desire as great as I did. And I would talk to anybody. They said, you know, in networking, find people above your socioeconomic level. Well, guess what? That was everybody on the planet. (laughs) I was a homeless vet. And uh, so... I helped 68 uh, couples reach the millionaire status, which means they made over a million dollars, some of them multiple, multiple double digits. That was in the Amway business, of all things. And then my second venture, Montevi, uh the uh, 19 fruits, the juices, the acai berry, I helped 350 people reach millionaire status. Wow. They were ages from 18 and 19 years old, right up into the triple digit, 92, 98 years young. And all profiles, anybody that wanted something more and will, willing to do something about it, I could teach them. And that's where what I learned uh, to do to help attract people, identify them, and invest myself in them. I just taught those same principles to them, and boy, did they do well, and we really did well. <laughs> Can you repeat those principles again? Because I know someone's got a pen out, and they want to write it down. Yeah, yeah, and watch this. This um, 
I, I want to give them this success being the progressive realization of worthwhile goal or dream. You got to have a dream, the willingness to work the right attitude, and you got to have a vehicle, and then you go for it. But my philosophy helped them and still helps today. I still teach it. This is a philosophy in life that you boil it all down to us, you know, ADD kind of guys that I just need it short and simple. Don't get in a hurry. Don't get greedy. Don't panic and choose wisely. Don't get in a hurry. It's, it's through prayer and supplication. Let your petitions be known to God. Don't get greedy. There's enough for everyone. God's not broke up there wringing his hands. He's got plenty for everyone. Don't panic regardless because, Shug, your last question on the first thing was, you know, going through all that I went through, it wasn't easy, but I, I attracted this statement that I've lived by, and that is in, an, in every adversity, there's a seed of an equal or greater benefit. So in each adversity, I looked for an opportunity where, where there's in, in every rose, there's a, there might be a thorn, but what you focus on develops in life. So I focused on the good and helping people. I mean, think about it. That's what Jesus wanted us to do. Go out. Mm-hmm. And the best thing I could share with them, knowing the makeup of man, they are a spirit, lives in a body that has a soul. My first and foremost was their spiritual condition. They might not have even wanted to talk about it, but when you tell them you love them, you put your arms around them. I'm a hugger, and COVID, regardless, I eat that for lunch. I, <laughs> I, I would hug those folks, tell them how much I love them, and I'd whisper to them or tell, look them eye to eye and says, and you know God loves you too. He's not mad with you. He loves you, and he wants to prosper you. So. Boom. And, you know, when you talk about, I'm going to read something from your book. Friends, if you're on YouTube, and please do go there, uh, Why Not You, Why Not Now? The Brighart story, the man who inspires hope, builds relationship, and makes millionaires. The first five people who are listening to part two of this, go to our info at himforher.org, and I will send you, friends, a free book. So in, uh, I did read the whole thing page for page across America as we were traveling, And um, I love this paragraph. If I could share it, please. It says, my life hasn't always been peaceful. And that's what you just had kind of mentioned. But the Prince of Peace resides in my heart and has always seen me through every situation I've faced. And I know, friends, you out there have had multiple situations that might have seemed like the world is coming to an end or it's not going to get any better. Mm -hmm. As I glance back on my life, Briggs says, I now realize that all of the adversities that Lita and I experienced were for a purpose. If I hadn't grown up on the eastern shore of Maryland, I wouldn't have met some of my best friends and the rest of the gang. If I hadn't wrecked my dad's car, probably would not have gone to the Marine Corps. That was a hilarious story. (laughs) If our surf shops weren't going broke, I would not have been willing to listen when Doug introduced me for the first time to a multi-level and networking marketing. Through the friends I met in Amway, I came to know the Lord. I wouldn't have met the love of my life, Miss Lita, or had my three beautiful children if I hadn't suffered. No, I'm sorry. And I would not have met my three beautiful Mm -hmm. children. If I haven't suffered with melanoma and severe back pain, I probably would not have traveled to Salt Lake City to meet, is it Dalen? Is that how you say Dallin, it? Dallin Larson. Dallin mm-hmm. Larson. And I might never have learned a Monavi. Thank God for the good and the bad times. And every adversity is the seed of equal or greater, greater. benefit. Tough yep. times create 
tough people. That's right. And fire truly does refine and make one stronger. I thought those were such great words of wisdom. Amen. Amen. Boy, that's a great. And by the way, you're, you are spot on with what I want people to, if they leave with something from us, Suge, I want people to understand how simple, you know, a formula for success, even in the midst of going from zero to hero, I, I speak, you know, <laughs> life is simple to some degree. Don't overcomplicate it because really to, to get anywhere, you just lift other people up, encouraging other people. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like in John, Jesus says, let your light so shine before men. They see your good works. They'll acknowledge their father in heaven. And we had talked about where your treasure is. That was your, that's where your heart is. I wanted to see people not just prosper. I wanted to see them happy in the process, which means they needed to understand beyond happiness. They had to understand joy, which is an internal thing. And I tell them, I says, look, happiness is having someone to love. You know, love the Lord, love your wife, love your kids, Amen. love people, love, you know, love the Lord your God, having someone to love, something to do. This has been a big part of the formula. You want to be busy, but not just being, you want to be productive and effective, but you want to be, this life is so short. Be as productive as you can in every opportunity. So having someone to love, something to do, and something to hope for, because hope is premature faith without hope. You have no, there's no future, no looking forward. Uh, that's why hope, um, I call myself a hope broker. And everyone can kind of uh, sign up for that right today because God just wants you to be a reflection of him. When they see you, you want them to see a reflection of Christ. That's my prayer every day. Not me or my words, but thy words be done according to your will, Lord, for their life. Isn't that great? You know what? One of my favorite stories, you also, you know, there was a lot of them. I liked it. But was when you were at the Amway conference and there are thousands of people there and you answered the question, what's the key to my success? And you dropped to your knees yes. and you said, it's Jesus Christ. And, and then you gave people an opportunity, I believe, to invite him into their lives. You've had an opportunity to lead a lot of people to Christ. And as I'm looking at this relational marketing that you've done your whole life, it feels kind of similar to evangelism. I'm an evangelist, and it's very similar. We don't sell it. We tell it. Tell and it. how many times you wrote that in your book, I don't know. And here's some of the similarities. Let's see if you see them with me, Brick. Wait for the God appointment. Ask questions. Listen well. Do you want more in life? Let me tell you what I found. And do you want in you got to go for the clothes, friends, when you're asking them to ask Jesus <laughs> into your heart. So for me, I saw a lot of similarities in that. And friends, he's got what's called brigisms or uh, success principles in his book. you got to get that book so you know what some of those are. But I'm going to give you a couple. Life is like a camera. What you focus on will develop. <laughs> yes. Go yeah. where you are celebrated, not where you are tolerated. I love that. Specific yeah. goals are absolutely essential for true success, and it goes on and on and on. Uh, can you talk a little bit again with us about attitude? Um, you, you talked about thinking and speaking. I think that's a big thing, too. And there are times that I'm at fault in that. Uh, thinking and speaking positive things about yourself and your future. What did you mean when you said that? Yes. 
Well, you know, the one person you're going to talk to and listen to the most in your, over your lifetime is yourself. And it's interesting that it's not what people think you are, what you think you are. You are what you think other think people think you are. And I realized that I wasn't what the world was telling me, even with my parents at one time, because they were hurting. And I know they were speaking out of hurt, but I wasn't a loser. I'm a winner. God doesn't create any junk. You were created for a purpose. Miles Monroe was one of the greatest teachers and at our newlifenetwork.org, we have all the the books because I created uh, this marketplace ministry, newlifenetwork.org, to minister to people that we led to Christ. And it was in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions. And you know what? Listen, we we weren't counting. They weren't like, you know, pellets on my belt or whatever. Wherever we went, I made a covenant to share Christ, the love of Christ. People were so attracted to that. And and how do you show that love? Well, humility and fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. I told you I pray for wisdom. I pray for the favor of God so that he attracts the ones he wants me to. And you should pray the same thing in the anointing to break yokes and to increase and multiply. I also pray daily, daily, the Jabez prayer. Oh God, that you would bless me. Not that I'm looking for money and all that. It comes. Money comes, by the way. That's the least of my concerns. Um, Oh, Lord, that you would bless me and bless me indeed, expand my territories, that your hand would be upon me, that you would keep me from evil. And then I'd pray the Lord's prayer quietly and slowly. Every word of that, oh, that, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Folks, with the earth going the way it is, the people going out of their minds, I can tell you this, without God, there's chaos. Mm -hmm. With with Christ, there is peace beyond your everlasting. I put my head on the pillow. I sleep so soundly. Why? Because I know that I know. I know that I know the one who saved me, who can save you, who can bless you, who can give you the desires of your heart. And he wants to. He's a good God. He's not mad at you. He wants to give you the desires of your heart, especially now. People need to see Christ in you. Anything that you're doing can become a pulpit. You just decide. That's a choice you make. I want my life to not be my own. I want it to be God-filled. That's why the, the, the two greatest things ever happened in my life was coming to know Christ and then being filled with the Holy Spirit so that I had this deutimous power. The same thing that the apostles got when Christ had died and he said, don't just hang tight. I got something I'm going to give to you, but don't leave. Don't leave Jerusalem until you find. And then they had that moment in that upper room where they were endowed by the Holy Spirit. They went from cowards to denying Christ, to boldly proclaiming the gospel around the world, 11 or 10 of the 11 that left were martyred, were martyred. And we as Christians, oh, man, I I don't want to go through. Listen, adversity is a part of the deal. You know, God, God, trust me, you can get through it. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Since I don't fear death because apart from the body, I'm present with the Lord. Man, I have no fear. I have all this faith that says I can do all things Mm -hmm. through Christ, not on my own, through Christ. He won't leave or forsake you. So anyone can do anything they dream about. 
And, you know, that's what something that concerns me. And as an evangelist, I see a lot of people that might step forward. Um, you know, oftentimes they fall away because maybe it was an emotional response instead of a decision. Um, yes. And I think if you friends who are listening don't feel that hunger to get in God's word, don't feel that hunger to please him. I mean, I remember when I was saved and I first invited Christ in my heart. I mean, I, it was through Romans, the downward spiral of man. I was studying it and, and I thought I was a Christian, but it wasn't until I, I just really, my heart opened and I talked to God personally, come into my heart. I need you. I want you. Forgive me. I mean, you guys, it's your own words, not my words. But I just have this feeling, Brig, would you be able to do an imitation with us right now? For someone who might be listening. Amen. Would love to, Suge. And by the way, anyone else can do this too. You just Mm -hmm. very simply humble your heart, open it, go to the throne room of God, say this, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Times are tough right now. I'm looking for the love of Christ. God, if you're real, show yourself, reveal yourself to me. Come into my heart. I repent of my sins. I turn away from those sins. I receive you, and I receive the forgiveness that you gave us on Calvary. By your shed blood, I am saved. Father, I'm going to be a new creature this day because I've welcomed you into my heart. From this day forward, I commit myself to living for you, living for you for the glory of God, to bless others, Father. Thank you for saving me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and give me, Father, the desires of my heart. Give me a dream beyond so I can glorify you in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. And amen. And you know, it says when two or more together and in agreement, it will be given to you. We both agree on that. And you talked about agreement in your book. Yes. And thank you for that wonderful prayer, by the way. You talked about agreement in the book and how you and your wife and your spouse uh, need to be in agreement. Can you share a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, you know, where there's agreement, there's power. And, where, mm-hmm. and, and it comes strictly. Listen, I don't have an opinion where God speaks. And he says we're too touching anything, just what you quoted, agreeing on it agreeing upon to be done as my father is in heaven. And God says, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened up unto you. But agreement, I want to be in agreement first and foremost with God Almighty. So you need to know his word. He wants to bless you. So you can ask for anything that's in here and according to his will. That's why ultimate success, knowing God's perfect and divine will for your life and doing it. Faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. So agreement, I get into agreement with the Father that he wants to prosper me. And really at the end of it, my ulterior motive is in helping someone else get what they want. Lita and I get together no matter what we do, when we agree. Now, do we agree on on everything? Heck no. God made us two uniquely two human beings. She's the opposite of everything I I am. And I'm, I mean, her strengths are my weaknesses, my weakness, her strength. So God brought us together. We became one flesh. Man, we are unbeatable when we come into agreement. So here we are three in agreement. When I'm in agreement with God, Jesus, because G- Lita loves Jesus more than she loves me. I love Jesus more than I love Lita, but Lita's number one. Beyond that, I hope I'm trying to be number one with her. I got to work on that daily. But when we get in agreement, understand we're in agreement with the Father. Now it's three, two touching anything, agreeing upon it. When three, Mm -hmm. that's a three standard cord that can't ever hardly be broken. That agreement brings power. 
And I promise you this, that's that deutimous power I'm talking about. That's the anointing that God gives to believers to call things that aren't as though they were. That's faith, speaking in faith, um, you know, for a physical healing, for a financial healing, for a relationship change, for a relationship that's broken to bring back together. God can do such miracles. And he's in the miracle working power. I mean, we're all miracles today. Right now, more than ever, people need to see people that walk around mm-hmm. as hope brokers offering the fact that it's not me that has all the answers, but I know the one who does. Amen. And we can come to him. We can come in agreement for your need or your want or your desire. Trust, trust this, that God can do it for you in his time, in mm-hmm. his time. You and this faithful. has to do with all things in life, friends. Yeah. You need to be in a, if you're married, you need to be in agreement with your spouse. And I know yeah. there's been times uh, over the 47 years we have not been in agreement. And I might have gone ahead, my little bullheaded self, and chose to, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I fell flat on my face. And I know that that's God just reminding me, hey, you got to be in agreement. You're one. I created you. You're married. You're one. And I think that's so important. And you are so respectful to your wife in this book, how it's, it's a we. It was always yes. we, Lita and I. Yes. Um, yes. And, and there were a couple times that Lita in the book you shared, you know, wasn't too crazy about an idea. Um, and then now at the end of the book, when you talked about some wisdom, you said, uh, now I'm going to slow down and I'm going to listen and we need to be in agreement. I think that's good wisdom. Amen. Well, you know what? You're going to be a whole lot when mama's happy. (laughs) Family seems to be happy. And my deal is, you know, she's a Proverbs 31 gal. She does everything to please the Lord. And it pleases me that she's doing that. And listen, she is my number one, honest. And I promise you, I'm 40 years married, Suge, this October. Uh, I'd marry this November. I would marry her again. Even, and again, why? Because she's the perfect one, the perfect person. Da, da, da. No, she was never perfect, but she's the one God selected for me. I got it right the first time, not because of me. God brought us together three months after I met her. I knew her when I saw her. I said, that's her. But I had a list. Of I was all just going to say that. You said you had a list, and that's really important. Of all the traits I wanted that I believe God had given me. The only one that didn't match, she didn't have the blonde hair, but she told me the brunettes were always blonde one time or another. So <laughs> I said, baby, you're it. And 40 years later, here we are. You know, I tell my single friends that just make a list, top 10 list. Number one, they got to love Jesus Christ with all their heart. Yes. And then, you know, got to be hot. That might be a second item. And then, you know, the rest goes down. You know, work it above your bed, yeah. pray on it. And then you got to go. You can't stand yes. him. It's not going to be the pizza man. And so I agree with you, Brig, that God, but look at how God do with that. And really, you guys had a short engagement. You got married rather quickly. Yes. Well, I was in love and it didn't take her long. I tell people she followed me around for a few months, gave the girl a break and married her. But that is not the way it happened. <laughs> I pursued her and I knew it. And I, when you know it, you know it. And I, tr- I really did trust God. You know what she did? Number one, she did not know the Lord. You know that two weeks after I met her, she gave her heart to the Lord. And two, two and a half, three months later, she got filled with the Holy Spirit. Next thing you know, I said, 
we're getting married. We're going to do it. And uh, I said, man, life is short. We got to get started. Get on this journey. But, but I'm uh, glad that you waited to make sure, because you talked about in the, in the book, you talked about being yoked together. Scripture talks about being equally yoked, which means yeah. if you're not on the same page, friends, in your faith, you're going to have arguments, you're going to have difficulties, and it's God who brings us together as one. Yeah. Um, I hope someday Lita will come out so I can interview you. Uh, her, uh, <laughs> oh, we're wow. short on... We're short on time, so we're closing up. But I want to thank you so much, Brig. And Lita, I know you're back there. We'll have to get together for dinner next time we see each other. And you guys have been such a blessing, uh, not only to meet, but to hear your story. Can you please tell us, Brig, how can we pray for you? I'll tell you what, we're still in the process of knowing that God, the greatest things that God has for us are ahead of us because we're still living. A live dog is better than a dead lion. And you know something in my heart of hearts, God's given me a scripture, Genesis 26, and I've dug two wells in my life. I believe there's a third well to be dug for most Mm -hmm. people's lives. That's the way he works. And the next one proceeds. The latter day grain is greater than the former. The next thing we're about to do, because the timeline shows it, the greatest revival of all mankind is about, I want to be a part of it. You're being a part of it too, Me too. Me too. Hey, friends, my name is Sugbury, and this is him for her radio. So thankful you come on Women's Hot Topics. Thank you to Brig and Lita Hart. Please find them, newlifenetwork.org. You know I love you. Over and out. Hey, ladies. This is Sugbury, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies, and each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony how they receive Christ in their life. This is Suge Burry. You know I love you. Over and out.